0: Everyone has a story. Everyone has a part of them that they want to be remembered. Hello, my name is Anita Milsom, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast series, Stories of a Life well Live. This episode will focus on careers and jobs. Oftentimes, an individual's career is a big part of their life. Today, a few of those individuals will share a little about the jobs they held over their life and how it impacted them. First, we'll hear from Gloria a very sweet old lady who was more than happy to tell me all about her search for jobs throughout her life.
1: I wanted to work in secretarial work Mm -hmm. and uh, jobs were scarce Mm -hmm. at that time. So I took a different job while I was waiting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I applied in many different uh, establishments looking for Uh, work in secretarial work, um, bookkeeping, and I uh, secured a job where I worked in uh, life insurance Mm -hmm. for 40 years. 40 years? I worked 40 years,
0: and um, I enjoyed every minute of it. It wasn't just the work that was important to Gloria, it was also the relationships she formed throughout her careers. And here she talks about the young woman who she worked with.
1: The uh, girls that worked in the office with me uh, had a lot of confidence in me. And they would come and tell me their personal uh, problems. They trusted me. Mm
0: Gloria had a long and happy career and made many fond memories and meaningful relationships with the people she worked with. Next, we'll hear from Frank, who was enrolled in the military as well as had a lot of other jobs throughout his lifetime.
2: I was born in the uh, Depression, Depression area And
3: okay.
0: uh,
2: uh, 1924.
0: Frank Weson, unfortunately, passed away late July 2019. However, I was able to record this interview before he passed, and in it, he tells us a lot about his life story, including the time period when he grew up.
2: Actually, the world revolved around textile mills at that time. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Next, Frank tells me about his life after the war, including the jobs he held.
2: And eventually, when I came back from the war, I landed a job immediately. Mm-hmm. And I held that job for, let's say, 40
0: Finally, Frank opens up about his military service, including how many years he served and where he served them. I
2: was 18 years old when I was drafted during the war and spent almost three years in the South Pacific.
0: Our next guest is Phyllis who lived in Rhode Island her whole life and worked as a hairdresser for many years.
1: And I went into hairdressing. I was a hairdresser for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Yes, don't look at me now. Cause
0: <laughs> now, Phyllis did not work in hairdressing her whole life. She also spent a little bit of time in the medical field, which she talks about next.
1: I did uh, CNA, but we weren't called CNAs. We were called... Uh, nurse's aide at that time, Uh, and I did that for eight or nine years in Smithfield.
0: While conducting this interview, Phyllis happened to ask how old I was, and when I told her I was 16, she got very excited because this was when she had started out in her career path.
1: That's when I started out. At 15, I had my first job.
0: The next person we'll hear from is Dr. Ralph Meek, who's had a very impressive medical career
4: i went to a jesuit run high school Mm -hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with their high schools are very strict and so i did a lot of studying in high school wound up ultimately with three different college degrees bachelor of science and chemistry degree market University. I have uh, an MD degree from, well it's called Medical College of Wisconsin, and I have a PhD degree from the University of Wisconsin in pharmacology.
0: After speaking about his education, Dr. Meek then told me all about his great accomplishments in the medical field.
4: When Brown decided to start a medical school, they contacted my major professor and he said, I'll do it if I can bring two of my students with me who are just finishing
0: Clearly, Dr. Meek has had much success over his career. Next, we hear from Bob, who gives us a little background on why he decided to pursue the career that he chose.
4: Being under the influence of my father and my older brother who were both in sales, I decided that that should be something that I would do.
0: Bob also gives us a little bit of background on what life was like for the people who decided to pursue the sort of career that he chose.
4: There, back when I was in school, there wasn't much available for sales or marketing. even. <clears throat> so you had to learn from people who were in the business, etc. But that's what I did I spent my life doing.
0: Finally, I asked Bob how many years he worked in this career.
4: From the time I was early 20s until I retired.
0: Next, we hear from my grandfather, who is a cardiac surgeon, and gives us a little background on why he chose this field and his inspiration behind choosing it.
5: To be a doctor, that was my chosen profession all through my life.
0: He also included the fact that his father was a lawyer, and talked about how his father tried to convince him to go into that field.
5: I said, no, that's not what I would like to do in life. I would like to be a doctor. And honestly, I still do not know what prompted me to pick that career. He had a family doctor who was a fam- family friend, and so we knew him well. That was the only doctor I really can think of who had an impact on my childhood.
0: Finally, he leaves us with some thoughts about how he views his entire career.
5: At the end of my time as a cardiac surgeon, I look back on my career and said, if I have another life, I would love to come back and do this all over again.
0: Our next guest is not a resident, but Terry, who is the volunteer coordinator for St. Elizabeth's Home. I sat down with Terry and learned a little bit about
3: her life and what drew her to this role. Well, I started in 1990 as a CNA um, at a facility in Coventry, and I did that for over a year. So my sister is also a CNA. So I started doing that, but then I had an injury about a year into it, So I couldn't do that part of it, so I still wanted to stay associated with the nursing home aspect, so I went back part-time as a um, hospitality aide, which is helping out in the dining room and just kind of getting people to and from the uh, different programs that they had. And then after that, there was an opening for an activities assistant, so I said, oh, let me try that. So I worked that part-time in that facility for probably three years, and then I transitioned into activities director there, and then um, and then I had to take a short leave of absence for a little while. My mom had gotten sick so I took a short leave of absence and then with all the other stuff I just I left the nursing aspect of it and then um, this came back in, this came up in about 2005 I've been here. Yeah, they had an uh, opening here so I applied as an assistant um, on the memory care unit. So I did that for six years. under. Sarah. And then uh, when Sarah took another job, I became the program coordinator on the memory care unit. And then when this position, volunteer coordinator, became available, I kind of moved into this position. So yeah, pretty much a lot of my life has been doing um, CNA, uh, that kind of stuff. I never went to like nursing school. I went to CNA classes. But uh, back in the day, you didn't have to be certified, so I didn't have a certification. So it was just more of a hands-on training, I think.
0: With that, we'll wrap up today's episode on careers and jobs. Stay tuned for the rest of the series as we explore more stories of a life well lived.